welcome back to the uh, Moose Knuckle Podcast. Uh, I do not remember what number this is. Probably could have looked that up. Oh, well. Uh, Moose Knuckle Podcast at WordPress.com. It's a website that has links to everything you would want to look at. Don't, um, I thought of a few different things to talk about today. Uh, I haven't really been doing the greatest job of writing down ideas when I do remember them. Plus, uh, I don't know, you get on here and you kind of have all these little mini thoughts about different topics. And you're like, oh, I'll just expand on them. Then you even forget those little things you were going to bring up. What's the point of that? Well, I've just been thinking about that lately and kind of didn't even want to record today. Not in the sense of I didn't want to do it, but in the sense of I just didn't feel like it was going to be a good one today. But going to make it a good one or try to at least. Uh, so the only thing I really thought about talking to, I don't know how long it'll take, so this could be a very short one, was, uh, man, how do you say his name? It's Milo Antonopoulos. There you go. So for anyone who's not familiar with him, he's been, where do I start? He is a flamboyantly gay conservative man um yeah I'll hold off on that uh he so kind of within the past few weeks what happened was he was scheduled to speak at Berkeley and there were some pretty I don't know not really violence. I don't think anyone got hurt, but there's definitely some very rambunctious, I guess you could say, protesting. Things got set on fire and destroyed, things of that nature. So the university decided to cancel his appearance. At which point, that just only made him... That only just pulled him into the spotlight, I guess you could say. And I saw him on a few TV shows... And, um, what is he? I don't know if he was editor-in-chief, but he was definitely... No, I think he was at Breitbart, and he ended up resigning from that position a few days ago amidst uh, external pressures, I guess you could say. Now, I actually found out about him years ago. Is it years ago? At least a couple years ago now. Um, he's, you know, conservative, and he would clearly say things to troll in a way. He wasn't. Tr- he wasn't trolling in the sense like, uh, you know, on the internet, like where you just do stuff to fuck with people. He was essentially. He did it in a way to goat people into arguments where he could make them look foolish 
or at least attempt to. He actually did a pretty good job most of the time, and I think he was uh, somewhat entertaining. So this is at least where I started seeing him. I started seeing his videos on YouTube, things of that nature. I don't know if he was like that beforehand or if he kind of a switch went off and he figured it out and kind of that's how he got popularity. But either way, he... One could say he may be the most successful. He's be, geez, I cannot talk to. He's become very successful, openly trolling people. Now I think a couple things. Well, what I'm gonna say is, I guess eventually this backfired on him, since he, I forget who he had a book that was coming out with somebody. They canceled it. And he also had to resign from Breitbart, like I said. But I think there's a kind of a a twofold. How would I say this? Mm. There's, I think, they play into each other, but there's kind of two different factors. Um at play with what happened here so one like i said he is uh like he he would i don't know if i ever saw him use the word troll but he would openly admit he would just say things you know to get the left upset right well we have political satire shows you know i'm uh not really conservative so i'm not sure of how many there are kind of on the right i do know steven uh i want to say crowder is his name i've seen some of his videos and he you know is uh although it's on youtube podcast i think you can compare it it's kind of a right version of say like the daily show or uh what the heck's that other one called last week tonight where they try and uh Um, give you political information with some uh, man I'm just sucking today give you some uh, information while being funny so I think I think he was trying to do that I think he was aware of it he, he was at least amusing himself as far as I could tell so he kind of always um, like if you looked up some of his old videos, it would say, oh, Milo destroys blah, 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 right? And you're laughing or people would say, ha, ha, right? So obviously he's entertaining, not just pers presenting. Um, Jesus, I have no energy. Sorry, guys. He, um, he wasn't just presenting, like he wasn't, it didn't seem to me like he was trying to become a reporter, right? But he became editor-in-chief at Breitbart. Now, as far as I know about them, they consider themselves a um, legitimate news organization. I don't mean that like I'm bashing them. I mean legitimate in the sense that they aren't doing political satire. They're, you know, an online version of a serious 
you know, news channel. So I think when you come, when you use hyperbole to illustrate a point in a funny way, whether politically correct or not, I think you're going to have long-term difficulty being at an organization that does not use that in any sense of the word, you know, or at least not intentionally. So I think when you come from a different perspective than the organization you're working at, you're always, not always, but it's probably going to cause an issue in the long run, just my opinion. So I think that's part of the reason that uh, he had to end up resigning, but that only came to light because of what I think the greater factor was. Excuse me. Had to, actually, I don't know if you guys heard that. I burped off mic. So the second part of this equation, I believe, is like I said, he essentially trolls people. You know, he. if you watch him uh, debate people, um, maybe not so much now because people are aware of him, so you're kind of less likely to fall into his trap, although he still gets people. Uh, they'll just, they look ridiculous because they'll get just so emotionally involved and attached with what they're saying that just become irrational. They look ridiculous. Even if what he's saying is ridiculous as well, he just, you know how it is. Like you could be saying the stupidest thing and arguing with somebody, but if they're screaming at you and a bunch of people are watching, they're going to think the other person is crazy, not you, which is usually how it goes. So basically, he's been up to this for a while. And, you know, that's going to piss some people off. But, you know, I think he has the right to do that, freedom of speech. But if you fuck with somebody long enough, eventually they're going to really fight back. And I think that's what happened. What happened, you know, is, and I'm not trying to, uh, disparage Milo but uh, essentially what he is is he is the older brother the bigger kid you know screwing with the little brother the younger kid at school you know just smacking him in the head blah 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 every day he sees him hits his books out of his hands things like that you know nothing huge you know I'm not trying to say he's a bully because I don't think that's what he's doing, but he's constantly fucking with people in a little in a little bit of a way. And eventually people are just going to snap, right? That's how many bad 80s movies were there were the uh uh you know, the big guy says to the shrimpy nerd, "You and me 4 o'clock after school." And then the kid's terrified, blah, blah, blah. But then by the end of the movie, you know, 
I've had enough. I'm not taking it anymore. And he overcomes it. What's what happened? They said no more. And they started coming back at him. And I think B, since they started coming back at him, and like I said earlier, he works for a you know, more serious news organization. He's essentially a satirist. Hope I pronounced that right. Um, it it was very easy to make him look like he should not be in that position. It didn't take a lot of work. And I think part of it too was, you know, he likes the spotlight, so he's not afraid to get out there and up his game and keep doing it. And, you know, the harder you go, just if you're jesting in a way, I guess you could say, I don't necessarily know if he wholeheartedly believes everything he says. He definitely does seem like he's a conservative, but like I said, he uses hyperbole. Hyperbole? Hyperbola? One of the two, not parabola. Um, so I just think all those factors together kind of eventually blew up in his face. As well as... Um, there's some quote out there about him saying something about the attraction to a 13-year-old boy. Not him. Uh, I don't believe it. I don't know the exact context. I haven't been able to find it. Um, but they, I believe it was involved in a discussion with pedophilia. And it doesn't really matter the context of that in the sense that most people aren't going to want to hear it anyways. There may have been a valid reason he was talking about that. Um, I don't really know what it was. Because um, it was more about attraction, because he was saying if he was, because he's gay, obviously, like I said. Uh, I feel like maybe I should just stop talking about this before I sound too retarded. But anyways, I, that just, Hold on. I'm just going to find the quote and read it. Hold on. All right, I found it. The original quote he has since clarified, I guess. But what he said is, No, no, you're misunderstanding what pedophilia means. Pedophilia is not a sexual attraction to some 13-year-old boy who is sexually mature. Pedophilia is an attraction to children who have not reached puberty. So I think the issue with that, not what I think, I think the issue people have with that is they don't believe there's a 13-year-old who's really reached uh, sexual maturity. I mean, I guess you could uh, say physically they're capable, but I believe um, part of sexual maturity is a mental state and you know it's hard to make any kind of argument that uh any 13 year old really can grasp the repercussions of that action whether or not they could physically do it so i think uh obviously that's going to get you in some hot water plus you know if you're just trying to argue the finer points of pedophilia that's probably not going to pay off well um 
So I think with the, that happening, you know, well, somebody brought that up, I think, because he just gave liberals too much shit and they found, one of them finally said, fuck it and found something and went at him hard and we'll see. That may be the end of that. I know that was a uh, weird episode. Um, kind of felt low energy today, which is odd. Didn't uh, don't really have a reason to be low energy. I think you almost get used to a pace because I have a uh, obviously school and work going on right now. But because of uh, just some stuff that happened, how stuff lined up. I don't really have as much to do this weekend as I normally do. And I just been, I guess, running at such a high RPM that when I go into low RPM, my body's just like, yeah, fuck it, just shut down. So I'm just, so just power down, you know, getting ready for next week. Um, So hopefully this was a interesting episode i would not call this funny really but uh just kind of my take on it uh again moose knuckle podcast.wordpress.com um don't remember the episode number still i also could have looked that up when i was looking up the quote but hey fuck it uh until next time later